know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Hello, my lovely friends and family. Addie B here, aka Slayer, and this is a Slayer Live unscripted episode. It is Wednesday afternoon, really a day before I normally do the podcast, and I usually script it or somewhat format it so it's not uh, as squirrely as my brain can be. So if this one goes a little all over the place, just Use it like how I use you guys, right? You are my best friends that I am sharing my heart and soul with you. And I have so much to get out of my heart and into the airwaves today. So just sit back and hold some space for me because I really need you to. I am uh, sitting over here with a bit of a broken heart. And we came off last week where I was talking about training my monkey brain and just finally throwing the gauntlet down on not drinking, really not overeating, really working to feel my emotions and come into this next version of living at my highest self as much of the time as I possibly can and using this to grow like I want to continue growing. So this past weekend, I have a dear friend of mine here in town, and his sister was coming to visit. And this is someone that we were intimately close for years and have just had a really great friendship. They've been really supportive of me. And yet I know there's always been this kind of um, hanging on of our relationship in some aspects too. You know, it's um, been kind of a, a blend of all of it and not on an intimate level other than just a deep love and a deep friendship. And this past weekend, you know, I, uh, I totally, I can't even explain to you how far I've come with the wine wench, as I like to call her, right? I, I, mean, I will do an episode just on that because so many listeners have reached out and said, you know, they're doing a dry December and really looking at alcohol um, from like a habitual standpoint, but also how it's just not serving, like me getting to my goals or living in my greatness and yielding to the excellence. And so I really, I went into this weekend with a lot of preparation and last week's podcast really helped me do that, you know, anticipating what my brain might say. And I really had no issues. Um, I was happy they were enjoying themselves and even took them out for drinks and, um, you know, just had a really good time up until the last day. And we went out and I could see it come in like a freight train because they have unresolved issues and um, really deep within him about a situation that had happened with his his uh, sister like eons ago, right? So it blew up and it came to a boiling point to where, um, you know, the sister and I left and it just uh, really entirely shifted all of our relationships and, um, you know, not uh, the sister and I, dear friends as ever, but our relationship, both of us with, with him and the trust in all of that. And it was just heartbreaking. And my heart is just kind of wrenched wide open and I didn't really think 
I would feel this deeply about it. You know, it's almost like I'm like, we were definitely in a soul pot or something. I don't know. It's just like, I, I feel like my heart's just like kind of punctured. And I was writing this morning and I said, you know, it feels like my heart is torn open and it's in mud and the mud is seeping into the heart and just pulling it and making it heavier in my body. This is like the feeling of my heart space is just like covered in this mud. And so I wrote back to myself when I was doing my counter thoughts, because I do this Believe New Thoughts exercise every day. And I wrote back to myself and I said, what if we think about this heart being in that ocean of white light, bright healing light? Like, we're going to take the heart out of the mud and put it in this ocean of light and surround it with light and let it come through all the holes in the heart. And just coming from this place of love and compassion and knowing that this person is going to find their way. And in some way, it's just, you know, it's it's just not going to be with me there. And I don't know. It's like, you know, you always think um, you're going to be there to see people come out the other side of what's holding them back, maybe, or that you can be there to help in some way. And really, how can we help other than to just say, hey, I'm here, I'm, st I'm still loving, I'm going to come from this place of love, but also uh, from a distance, right? And Whew, you guys just so heavy, you know, and you know, this is I and then I look back at my life path and how, you know, I'm at the end of this nine year cycle and this complete closure of everything that's been happening this dark night of the soul and coming through to this final realization that, hey, I only I'm stopping me from living in my radiance in my glory. And I'm stopping myself by doing these habits that aren't serving me, relationships that don't serve me. And this was one. And letting it go, just letting it go and being, you know, so I went to yoga when I got back and, you know, just got in, got in pigeon and was weeping. And I thought, man, I didn't realize I would just feel this, this deeply, you know, and feeling you guys actually feeling my emotions, feeling sadness and disappointment and shame and love and compassion and feeling the emotions instead of buffering them. And I realized as I was weeping there in pigeon pose, and you know, we hold all those emotions in our hips, right? <laughs> Get in pigeon, you guys. Do some figure four stretches. Get those hips open. Oh my God, I found the greatest uh, massage therapist that gets in the hips. Really good. If you're in Phoenix, hit me up. I'll send you his info. Amazing. I've never had anyone get in there like that. Okay, that was a little side note, but so I'm in yoga, I'm in child's pose, and I'm just kind of like, I feel this releasing, you know, and I realize it wasn't just what happened this weekend. It's this overall that I've been letting go of this situation this month, you know, of this relationship that doesn't serve me, the habits that don't serve me, the just not creating daily and being in my radiance daily and in alignment and in spiritual health. You know, um, I was listening to Brene Brown and Oprah today. Brene's new book, you guys, is going to be a game changer. I might have to book club this. <laughs> Anyone's interested, PM me. 
Like, I think I got to put a book club together because it is going to be a game changer. It's a language of emotions. And it's called Atlas of the Heart. So I listened to it, her first with Glennon Doyle on Glennon Doyle's podcast. So much good stuff, you guys. So that might come out as I'm sitting here talking to you. But then with Oprah, and she she just said, she said that neutrality is only possible when we are spiritually healthy, like to come from a situation of being neutral, of allowing others' emotions and really being able to observe and be in our space and that our issues in the world are um, because it's loveless issues. And Brene said this and that she's going to throw love at things. And I'm like, I want to throw love at things. It's all I want to do, right? And it's so my mom, you guys. Love, don't hate. Lex even has that tattooed on her shoulder. (laughs) Love, don't hate. Martin Luther King quote, you know, but I grew up every other sentence in our house, it seems like, love, don't hate, love, don't hate. And uh, now it's just like, it's a mantra, right? Like anytime I see a negative thought come in or a judgment, just love, you know, love, no fear, don't hate. Like, how can I live in that space more and more? And it's when I'm in this alignment and when I'm in my spiritual health. And so I left yoga the other night, was it night before last? And I'm walking through the grocery store and I'm seeing things that remind me of this person. And I'm just kind of weepy. I'm just kind of like, I, I know this is the letting go. It's truly really saying goodbye and just letting go of all of those things, you guys. It's not just the person, right? It's not just a person I'm saying goodbye to. It's this old self, this old me that wanted so badly to hang on because it was safe and it was easy and it was ways I thought I felt love and that just weren't now that I know the radiance on the other side of just being in this space. And so I was so, I'm like, wow, I'm really feeling, I'm choosing to feel and I didn't have an urge for the wine, I, the food. I was like, wow, I'm just really feeling this. I can't look at how far I've come. I can actually feel my emotions. This is amazing. So just kind of like in awe of myself really all day. And I hadn't, I was, I was, guess I was fasting. I just really didn't feel like eating. And I had grocery shopped. I wanted to get some healthy things and chicken just sounded good. So I got a rotisserie chicken and something else, but I really still wasn't hungry. And it was later than I like to eat, but I got home and I did eat and I mindlessly ate in front of the criminal minds. You guys, I did. I just like vegged out, you know, I went like, I still have these old, habits that I do. And not that they're not going to be there and present, like I'm never going to watch a Criminal Minds episode, but it's in the manner that it's done and not being mindful of the food. And so as I was on my walk back home today, there's a purpose to all this. I was like walking in, I was like, you know, I should just go record whether I publish this or not, just go talk out my emotions and try to articulate how I'm feeling and what I've gone through rather than I wanted to come in. I had picked up an ahi bowl for lunch and just kind of zone out and watch a show or something. I'm doing a workshop later tonight, just kind of take a minute and take a break. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to my friends and then you can do whatever, but you're going to talk first and you're going to share. 
And so here we are. <laughs> last night, though, so I, so I, last night, I had a bit uh, of an over, like a total complete binge. Okay. It was no overeat. I allowed myself to skip my PM meditation. And every time I do that, you guys, it is like synonymous with overeating dinner or eating or just like buffering because really that time of the day for me it's like the 334 mark and this is how it was corporate addy days right I would I'd actually feel my body kind of have a letdown at that time like I needed that break and it used to be I'd go to the candy jar and then I had found meditation and it was like oh 20 30 minutes zap I'm good to go for another three four hours well I didn't give myself the zap yesterday Right. And so I had this, um, this huge off plan eat, you know, and it was uh, boom a chick a pop, you guys. So, and it was sugar, which we also know I'm slaying. So I had to go report in. We're doing this accountability challenge in the sisterhood. I was like, oh, I got to add a big ass bag of boom a chick a pop, the kettle corn kind. Because I just like allowed myself to drive all the way to the Walgreens and get a bag of this popcorn and come back and mindlessly eat popcorn and eat until I couldn't feel these emotions anymore. I'm like, I can feel these emotions. I'm going to figure out how to feel these emotions. And yes, I could have controlled that. Totally understand that, you guys. Totally. But you're getting all of it in this podcast, right? All of my podcasts. It's been an entire journey of these things still happening. I was talking to a group the other day, and we were talking about hiding food and, you know, shoving that uh, kettle corn bag under at the bottom of the garbage. And this would be the equivalent of me leaving that out of this podcast, right? Hiding the gar in the garbage, the food we've eaten, or I know people standing in the laundry room eating the ding dongs, right? Like that shame we have around the food. And so when uh, again with the Atlas of the Heart book, so I'm listening to Oprah and Brene talk, and they were talking about shame and perfectionism and how shame breeds perfectionism. Shame being this fear of judgment, this fear of blaming, right? This horrible feeling we get, like no one wants to feel shame. We'd rather hurt people than feel hurt. And shame is like that feeling, that emotion we don't want to feel. And that perfectionism is the result of this, like, right? We want to be perfect in absolutely everything we do in the execution of all our plans and all of these things that we want everyone to look at us like we are friggin' perfect, right? That we don't go through and, you know, eat bags of popcorn after having lost 110 pounds, right? That, oh, we're just perfect now. Still have these moments, you guys. And yes, they're not like moments they used to be. I'm not off binging other things and it's not a sub for the alcohol. I mean, I'm like totally far enough in this journey that it was also with complete awareness. You know what I mean? So anyhow, the flour and sugar is also still in my body because without that, that probably wouldn't have happened. And had I meditated and made my dinner, there's all the things. So I just put my awareness hat on the next day and I'm like, oh, yeah, here's all the things. How can I set myself up for today to be more successful, to serve my, to eat healthy and fill my vessel with what I want to put in it, you know? So I get on my knees and I'm like, oh, God, Lord, just please show me why I am going through this right now. What is going on? What is my message? What is my lesson? 
And I was in child's pose and had my hands. I like to do the little prayer hands above my head when I'm like really need the answer, you know. And then I like just my yogic duck um, path deck was just happened to be sitting there. So I spread out the cards and I pulled one. I'm going to share it here with you because I pulled the Cinemasta card. And this is an interesting card. It is, I will post this online so you guys can see it in, in the Facebook community. But it's got like a headless goddess woman and then two other goddesses with like these swords and they have these beautiful like flowered lays almost and they're stepping on a sleeping woman, like the sleeping self at the bottom. And the headless goddess, she has like the head in her hand and it almost looks like a fountain coming out. And she also has a sword too. They're like kind of these curved warrior swords. And there's a sun with like this palm frond coming out the top. And there's all these like kind of flower blooms around it. So I always like to look at the card first and see. And I've had this card before, but it's been a while. And it wasn't reversed this time. I think I might have had it reversed last time I drew it, uh, which just gives a different interpretation. But the one warrior also has the head of some some uh, like other warrior man or something. And um, so she's on the goddess. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is like a re severing of my head of of self, right? And I'm, I'm stepping on this old version of me on the ground. And I've got this this head of this man that I'm releasing, right? I'm like, okay, wow, deep stuff. So then I go to the book, and I'm going to share here with you guys. And um, the Cinemasta is the goddess of radical self-transcendence. And it says, you're waking up and experiencing the radical pleasures of letting go. Cinemasta, the headless goddess, has come to guide you in this massive state of transformation as you turn passion into spiritual energy. Kundalini primal energy is rising and you have given up a role you once carried to step more fully into your power. Don't feel fear in this state of transition. Cinemasta's gift is to transmute the darkest of times into the most powerful of energies. Carry her fierceness as you tear off a former head you once had and experience the inner peace that comes with being divinely yourself. Whew. You guys, that just like friggin' says it all right there. This radical self transformation, transcendence, transformation, right? This shifting and taking this energy and using it to hold more of my light, hold more of my radiance, and be more in my power rather than having this experience and eating all the bags of kettle corn and the all the you know bottles of wine and continuing on that path but continuing to move forward and say how am i going to get up and do better tomorrow how can i put my heart in the sea of light and love in this soft white bright sea of love that just is that just is who we are and I know when I touch this space, and I know for me, it's going to yoga, and it's meditating, and it's creating the time to be by myself, with myself, to process emotions, to not let life just get so busy. And it can, you guys. I can create a life full of busy just as much as anyone else, even without a full family here in the little adventure RV. 
You know, believe me, you can absolutely create it. I could create a hustle in a heartbeat. And I often will create a hustle and you guys see me do it on here. And then it's like, how do I want to serve? How can I live in more love? How can I give more love? And what am I here to create? What is my purpose? So Brene said this too, how, you know, Oprah was asking her about all the energy in the world right now and how she's navigating moving through it. And she said, you know, with all of this um just lovelessness, she said, and it was someone else's work that she quoted, that she just asked herself, how can she think loving thoughts about this? And how can we show up in more love? And I just think that that is just such a beautiful way to thank you guys and a beautiful way to show up continually. How can I give more love? How can I show all of you more love? How can I create things that will put more love and light into the world? How can I give more meditation to people that maybe don't have access? How can I create systems that will help people have more self-awareness? And they talked about that, about um, self-awareness really being the superpower, really being the way out. We can't know other people's emotions. That That's where we, we often think we are interpreting what other people think and feel, right? And we can't. We can only know ourselves. And so to create our own self-awareness. I can't fix anybody but me, right? To just get on my knees and say, how can I serve? What is my purpose? What is my role to play and to bring forth into this world? And this is the cusp I am on, heading in a new cycle. And I wrote this morning, I think it's so interesting to look back over, whether you believe in numerology or not, it's really interesting to look back over your nine-year cycles. And they're like so clear to me, relationships that have started and stopped and places I've lived that have started and stopped, jobs that have started and stopped, you know, and this being the end of that cycle and the start of something so new and beautiful. And now I having these tools that I've spent these last year, nine years moving toward creating that I can help myself step into holding more of my excellence, more of my light and my radiance and my love. And that is the goal. And so I'm going to move through this heavy heart. I'm going to put my heart in a sea of light and love. And my little one gets here this weekend. So it'll absolutely be singing all all week till the new year. It's totally going to be singing. So as I have this kind of heavy heart, I will also have a heart full of light and magic and love with those around me on the holidays that I just adore. And also really focusing on staying focused on me during that time, you guys, not just because Millie's here and I'm not going to do all my habit stacks and get up and do my go to yoga and do meditation and all of these things. I'm making time for that even while she's here because it's more important than ever because I want to show up in love all day. And I used to do this, right? Like I'd sacrifice that time because, oh, I don't get to see her that much. No, no, no. I want that time to be completely just radiant love shooting from me. You know, and I know my habit stacks won't be perfect. We're going to be traveling and doing things like that. But I'm really, really going to focus on staying in that spiritual health and figuring out how I can live in there more and more. 
All right, you guys, I know it's kind of heavy. I hope any of this made sense. And all I can say is I am pre-ordering Atlas of the Heart right now. And if you don't listen to Glennon Doyle's podcast or um, Super Soul, and you know, I've got to get Brene. I don't use Spotify. I'm going to have to get back on Spotify and uh, get her podcast. I missed that when they took it off the other waves. So um, just learning how to feel these emotions and increasing our emotional intelligence to be able to articulate how we feel to people. And that's part of what I guess I was tempting to try to do here today and still grasping for the language of, of how I'm feeling to share with you and how I'm navigating through this time. So I'm going to, with that further ado, I am going to head off and uh, go prepare for our session this evening. So thank you for listening as always. Um, if you haven't yet and you feel called, please share the podcast, write a review. I'd really, really appreciate it. And I hope to see you in a meditation class soon so we can spread more of the love, more of the heart sing around the planet and really get to that space for me, meditation, reaching my highest self each and every day and taking that time to, it's like being at the spa, right? To just detox my body and, you know, just be in the stillness and let it go. And yeah, it takes practice. It's an art, right? But it's easy to learn, you guys. It's not rocket science for sure. It's so easy. And yet we make it so hard. Let me show you how to make it easy. Come join me. Come meditate with some badass witches and bitches. I mean, what could be more fun? All right, you guys go forth and light this week up. And from my heart that I will be dipping in that sea of light to yours, I wish you the best holiday season, whatever you celebrate. And I will see you next week. Slayer out. Slayer out.